Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Today is October 2nd, Monday, October 2nd, 2023, and it's uh, 9.55 p.m. on the East Coast. How are you folks doing tonight? How was your day? How was your Monday? I am about to fall asleep here. I'm having like a menopausal issues right now. No, it's a freaking temperature. You ever that problem everywhere I like in the car or here? It's like too hot or too cold. It's probably my fault. I should put on the angel heart fan you know the fan on the, the roof here the my room i have the fan like mickey mickey o'rourke and uh, lisa bonin angel heart or the the fan in apocalypse now and martin sheen dances around the room and he's drunk with a bottle and the fan keeps spinning around and around and all i need is a bottle of whiskey and i'm good to go but anyway listen i, I gotta get my shout outs i gotta you know you know how great spotify is i don't have to announce them they're not on top of me I feel I need to. They are giving me, this is gold to me. You don't understand. I couldn't get any stage time. to. I had to go to these freaking, these suicidal open mics. And now I have this. So I, I give a shout out every night to Spotify. And I added on a couple other commercials too. Not that I, I get sponsors, but I figure I'm, I'm, I'm in practice. I mean, this is what a, a radio broadcaster does. He or she gives out commercials. This is Steve's radio school. So let's, let's give a couple of the shout outs to Smooly. S-M-U-L-E. It's a purple app. It's a karaoke app. If you're into karaoke, or, or if maybe you just want to meet some hot, someone attractive, you know, there's a lot of attractive people on Smooly, and you can sing with them. Screw dating apps. That's a high, that's a how you meet people, folks. You meet people by doing things of mutual, and even then it's hard, but it's more natural. Anyway, Check out Smooly. It's a great app. It's free just to browse around and listen and sing along. But if you really want to get in and like go live and be like a, a rock star, you got to, well, it's not too expensive. And the flash shout out is to LinkedIn. That's right, LinkedIn. It's a great social media platform. It's one of the major platforms. I think it's overlooked up there, but it's right up there with Instagram and TikTok and Twitter and um, I know Facebook. I can't even keep up with the crap, but LinkedIn is for professional networking. And, you know, if you're really serious about networking your professional, stop wasting. So, I mean, look, listen, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, they, they, they serve their purpose. They do. It's good for networking or whatever, catching up. But if you really want to do work, if you really want to do business, you should do you should use LinkedIn because LinkedIn, you can, first of all, you can build up to 30. Listen, let me turn the, I'm, I'm sweating like hell. I got to turn the heat up. Give me like, give me 10 seconds. To go turn off the heat and come back. I, I promise I will be right back. I'm over here. So you can hear me? I didn't go too far. All right. Well, LinkedIn. Check them out. Uh, I've been using them quite a bit. If you ever want to find me, you know, Steve K, K-A-Y, comedian, musician on LinkedIn. Uh, you can write articles too, which is great. Being a writer, I love it. I was looking for a platform to write on. You could write articles. On there. And then you could draw traffic. Let's say you have a podcast or a YouTube show or whatever. You you know, there's so much of a feed going on LinkedIn that by publishing articles, you're drawing traffic to your stream. Do you understand? That's how it works. I'm just saying, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of bumping up the premium, paying some money, because then you can, like, post your postings to everybody and get involved in tutorials and classes. It's like a whole freaking college, and people are this so People are sleeping. People are out to lunch, a lot of people. They're not using their brains. I mean, I, listen, I don't want to be an arrogant because I'm not the brightest crayon. 
A lot of things I don't know how to do. I can't put together simple things. I'm mechanically deficient. I'm scientifically deficient. I'm mathematically deficient. Can't read music. A lot of things, you know, but I try. I try to build those muscles. I try to circumnavigate and and build upon strengths. I think a lot of people waste. I think they're wasted. But anyway, look, we don't want to hear me rant. It's four minutes and 22 seconds. You know, you tuned to hear about a, about a true crime case, and I'm babbling on about, about Mickey Mouse, not mashed, mashed potato nonsense. Uh, Patty Hearst. Patty Hearst. Patricia Campbell Hearst of the, of the Randolph Hearst Publishing Family. William Randolph Hearst was a publishing magnate, and his daughter, she was attractive. She's still right. She's an attractive woman, by the way. Uh, she's the granddaughter of Mr. W- William Randolph Hearst. She was born on February 20th of 1954. And what happened to, to Miss Hearst, she was in college and she was kidnapped in 1974 by the SLA. Now, if, if, unless you you're around from that time, or you, you wouldn't know what that means. So I'll, I'll tell you what it's the Sim, Symbionese, S Y M B. O-N-E-S-E, Symbionese Liberation Army. was um, They were basically like a prisoner's rights type of organization. They want, you know, they would ho- kidnap people or try to, you know, advocate to have their comrades uh, released from prison. And so they, they did, in doing so, they kidnapped Miss Hurst. I'm sorry, I, I should have titled my notes more accurately. I'm kind of trying to read through my notes and try to keep talking to you at the same time. I'm not used to, I'm, I'm used to ranting for the, for half an hour every day. And I'm trying to get back into more professional podcasting here. But uh, Patty Hearst was at Berkeley studying art history at the time that she was kidnapped. She was living with her, her fiance, Stephen Weed, uh, in an apartment and on um, February 4th, 1974, um, you know, Patty, who prefers to be called Patricia, she's the third of five daughters, and she was a sophomore. And like I mentioned, February 4th, 1974, she was 19 years old, and she was kidnapped. And, uh, you know, the goal was to get, you know, the heart the Hearst family, the Hearst family influence to free SLA members Ross Little and Joe Ramiro, who had been um, incarcerated for a 1973 murder of Marcus Foster, who was a superintendent of the Oakland Public School. Now, I, I really bother me. Why were they? Go and kill a superintendent of a school. There must have been some beef. You don't just go kill an educator. You don't kill somebody. Usually there's a reason for that, you know. But, um, you know, in, in April of 1974, Miss Hurst was offered the opportunity to be released from the SLA or to stay with her kidnapper. She chose to remain with her. That's what was the problem. She... She kind of teamed up with them and started robbing, I don't know how many banks she robbed with them, but, uh, you know, she she got herself in a bit of trouble there. You know, she got herself, um, she got herself into some hot water, 
and I'm a skipping, you know, she published a book about that, Every Secret Thing, co-written with Alvin Mosco. So if you want more specific information on the case, um, you know, and it was a dumb thing to do writing that book in 1981 because it resulted in authorities considering bringing new charges against her. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said dumb thing. I shouldn't talk badly. She went through an experience, but I'm saying it wasn't good for her because it caused, it caused her to be investigated. But, you know, whatever the case may be, they didn't continue the investigation. I guess she needed the money. I, I don't know. But anyway, um, you know, this whole thing has been popularized, you know, movies, TV shows, talk shows, magazines. Right, right now, I, I believe in and her afterlife, meaning she, she, she served some time in the joint, and I believe her sentence was commuted by Jimmy Carter. But she had a life after that. She did dog shows. I think she'd get divorced later. Um, you know, she's, she's still around two months after Miss Hurst had been released. She had been married to, she did marry Bernard Lee Shaw, who lived from 1945 to 2013. Now, Mr. Shaw was a policeman who was part of her security detail while she was out on bail. And Patty, Patty Hurst and Bernard Shaw, they had two kids, Jillian and Linda. And uh, she became active in an organization helping children with AIDS, plus the dog show. So, you know, she, re she, she redeemed herself. She reformed herself after, you know, she spent some time in prison. And look, there's a syndrome. I'm trying to think of the syndrome. I think it's called Stockholm syndrome. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's when you it's when you're um held captive by your kidnappers. You don't know anybody else. You develop like a psychological bond with them and like they're the only ones who you trust. Nevertheless, she was in prison at the Federal Corrections in Institute in Dublin. Uh, I'm guessing that's in California because this happened in the West Coast. It happened in California. And she suffered a collapsed lung ugh, while in prison. Her bail had been revoked in May 1978 when her appeals had failed. Nevertheless, President Carter commuted her sentence to 20, 22 months served. And she was freed eight months before February 1st, 1979. Her first, she, she didn't even have to stay for her first parole, you know, and she's got pretty lucky, you know, because she was involved in armed robbery. You know, lots of people don't get off. There are people who would be involved in that. They would have served 30 years in prison or more. So she's very, very lucky. You know, um, she was convicted uh, of a 1976 bank robbery, and she originally had been sentenced to 35 years in prison, which was knocked down to seven years. And it was, like I mentioned, it was later commuted. And then eventually she was pardoned by President Clinton during the 90s. She, she, got, she got lucky. She had a great-grandmother who was a philanthropist, Phoebe Hurst. And the family had tremendous political influence. Nevertheless, they were very anti-labor since before world. That's, that's what, that's, now it makes sense why the SLA hated them. You see, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be hate rich people and believe me i don't wish anything bad i don't i don't believe in kidnapping people but sometimes karma comes back you know when you when you use your influence and power to 
beat people up and pushed them. Or look at the Kennedys. Look at all the crap, all the tragedy. I don't wish all the tragedy that came back to them. Karma comes back to bite you in the ass, folks. So be careful. Don't do things to them. Don't step on people. You know, you're not God. None of us are God. But anyway, but uh, she had been found and arrested 19 months after the 1974 kidnapping. Uh, just a little brief history on Patty Hearst before we um, we sign off here. Uh, she was born in San Francisco, and uh, I, like I mentioned, she attended the University of California at Berkeley. And it was just a, it was just part of the seventies. Like if you were around the seventies, that was going on. Around the mid nineteen seventies, you had you had Nixon, you had Watergate, you had Patty Hearst. Another case I, I might have discussed it already: the nineteen seventy six uh, kidnapping in Chowchilla, California, when they kidnapped. The school bus full of children, they buried the children alive underground. And, and the bus driver and the children had to dig it. Well, the oldest children had to dig. Did I cover that case? He said, I'm telling you, I was a little kid then. I remember hearing this stuff on the news. That's what I would do. I was already listening. I was already at the true crime when I was nine years old, 10 years old. So this was going on back then. I'm giving you, if you weren't around or maybe you don't remember, Patty Hearst was part of our culture of the 70s. It was, you know, whatever it was. That was going on today. That was that was that was 1970s news. I'm just bringing back the past, you know. I'm memorizing the past, and now I can cross this one out, and we can cover another case, or I can have a rant, or I can have a laugh, or I could just go for a walk. Hey, folks! Thanks for turning in, turning in, tuning in. Yeah, turning yourselves in, turning yourselves into listening to me bore the crap out of you. It's 13 minutes and 54 seconds at 9:59 p.m. Last word.